Welcome aboard this week's podcast of Dudes Dish Disney. No cupcakes, sparkles, or glitter mouse ears here, just Dudes Dishing Disney. This episode of Dudes Dish Disney is sponsored by Magic Vacations. Magic Vacations, discover the magic of travel. And now your hosts, the Dudes of Dudes Dish Disney. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dudes Dish Disney. Joining us today is Jonathan, our producer and resident tech dude. Psyched for your first son's Thanksgiving, John? Oh, I am ready to go. I cannot wait to see the amount of food he won't be eating. All right. And also joining us today is Ryan, our co-host, who will never be caught walking around a theme park with a turkey leg, the number one Disney dude. What's up, dudes? John, John, you're not you're not gonna mash up some stuff for him. You're not gonna mash it up into like, can you spoon feed him yet? He's not gonna be ready for spoon feeding. He he's he's not gonna be ready at that point. I mean, he's he's only four months. I mean, that's uh, pushing it a little bit. I mean, it's Thanksgiving, man. You're from New England. Put it in an IV and just stick it in him. Yeah, wow. I mean, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens with that one. Maybe maybe we'll go that route. Okay, maybe. It's up, all dude? about the squash and sweet potatoes. <laughs> all right, hard pass. <laughs> no for his son not for us oh good right. <laughs> anyways i'm congo carl former jungle cruise skipper and we're here to guide you through this week's episode of dudes dish disney and you can tell we're all excited for this week and thanksgiving and uh john you've you've told us a little bit about your excitement and plans do you have any firm concrete plans i mean what are you doing you got a ritual a routine so I, I honestly, I think uh, it sounds like we're uh, going to be kind of doing the usual going over to uh, my my mother-in-law's, uh, her whole side of the family. Um, they all get together over there. Uh, big, big, big celebration. I'd say it's close to like 25, 30 folks. Um, just, I mean, just eating turkey, just enjoying the day and kind of going from there. And then the day after, probably uh, going to get some food with my parents as well. So kind of two days of uh of glutton and uh just literally shoving it down the gullet and uh being fat i mean you can't go wrong with that so sounds like a plan ryan you got some uh, some family plans i don't know man we always try to figure out whose house we're supposed to go to and you know um i my brother is putting stuff out there as to where we're going to go this year and i have no clue so I'm just going to let everybody else tell me what to do and then follow John's plan because I really like the idea of just shoving my face and taking a nap and watching some football and uh, yeah, any combination both, yeah. of those three things. Yeah. Yeah. You I mean, both, you, you uh, really can't go wrong with that. Honestly, that's, that's the way to do it. I'm a bears fan. You can go wrong with it. I promise you. <laughs> well, there's your first problem. I mean, we've been telling you that for years, but at this point, yeah, let's not get too hasty with the Patriots this year. Okay? <laughs> at least, at least. Oh, Hey, 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 <laughs> <laughs> at least your team you always know is playing on thanksgiving so it, it too, you guys hit the nail on the head it's my favorite holiday uh it's a holiday where you don't have to send cards or flowers or give presents you just watch football and eat so i mean that's great now you know generally for the last 10 or 12 years i've been cooking thanksgiving dinner so there's a little bit of work for me but i find that you know as soon as you get up to turn that oven on and 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 get that bird all dressed out and spiced up to go in the oven. Um, you know, that's when you have your first sip of bourbon around 5 a.m. And, you know, by the time that turkey comes out in the afternoon, you're pretty much numb. 
So it doesn't matter how many relatives you have, who's fighting over what mashed potatoes, who likes dressing, who likes stuffing, you know, by two, three o'clock, I don't care. It doesn't even matter how the turkey tastes at that point. No, <laughs> yeah, no I, I just mean, but yeah, I you cooked it. I don't it really care how it tastes, though. <laughs> Are you yeah, a stuffing so. guy, Carl? Do you like stuffing? We do dressing, not stuffing, right? Okay. We outside the bird and everything. And it's an Italian recipe with sausage in it. So it's nice and moist and rich and great on that sandwich the next day. Nice. Yeah. How about you? I stay away from the stuff, the stuffing, the dressing. It's not my thing. I don't know if this is by you guys or just here, but like people go out to White Castle and get sliders and they put it in their in their stuffing and their dressing. Yeah. It's like to me, it's like I want to nap afterwards, not spend the rest of the afternoon on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, that's uh yeah. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, there's there's look at we won't get into holiday recipes. And you know, uh Thanksgiving in general, not just with you know our plans, but general across the country is a very busy time for travel right up our alley. Um, and generally, uh, you know, that travel could take you to families, but a lot of folks go to Walt Disney World. So this week we thought we'd share with you some of the best spots to get a Thanksgiving dinner in and around the Walt Disney World Resort. Because if you're there on holiday, you probably want to keep that tradition, right? So, um, so let's start with the obvious one, right? The obvious one where everybody, when they think about a Thanksgiving dinner, I think it's even advertised as the Thanksgiving dinner, is the Liberty Tree Tavern, right? And what a better place to have that Thanksgiving dinner. You're in the cradle of America. You're in that period time, although Thanksgiving wasn't an official holiday till way after the colonial period. Um, but the Liberty Tree Tavern does it right. It's, you know, a themed Thanksgiving dinner, basically. We all had the pleasure of doing this together, right? I think we capped off our day. And we all went to the all-you-can-eat, um, or as they say at Liberty Tree Tavern, the all-you-care-to-enjoy bill of fare, right? Um, what's fun, too, about the Liberty Tree Tavern is when you go and they, your family, that you register, you do your advanced dining reservations, they ask for your name and they ask where you're from. And then as they announce you to put you in one of the rooms, they'll say the Mackey family from the original colony of Massachusetts, your table is ready, right? So they announce you if you're what state you're from as they greet you and bring you in. But um, we all ate there, you know, share, share with our listeners what you thought of the experience there when we all ate together. I enjoyed it. Um, you know, it's not the first time I've eaten there, but it was the first time in a long time. Uh, it was nice to sit with you boys. Uh, and then, of course, we had uh, John's bride and, and mother-in-law with us as well. Um, so it was nice to get some one-on-one -on -one time with John's family. And um, really, the best thing about it is it stays in character, right? The whole the whole time that you're there, it's not it's it's like a character dining without the characters. Like the servers are kind of the characters from that perspective as they stay in character, they bring out the meals. Uh, the meals are very much what you would think in line for a traditional Thanksgiving dinner. Um, you know, so uh, turkey and mashed potatoes and mac and cheese and stuffing and veggies and yada, 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 right? So everything that you could think. And then of course, glorious, amazing desserts. Not, I won't steal John's thunder from that because I can still uh, picture him, how he drooled when it came out and was set in front of him. Uh, <laughs> hey, so, hey, I mean, uh, I, I think it helped having a few uh, adult beverages uh, before there definitely uh, helped the sweet tooth uh, grow. 
Buddy, is, don't lie. Don't lie. You would have you would have had that sweet tooth whether you had a few adult beverages or not. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, I oh I would have. Oh, I definitely would have. I won't lie to that. But well, that was one <laughs> of the things that we got seconds of too, right? I mean, I mean, like yeah. things that yeah, we got started seconds with seconds of. of it, right? But right. But yeah, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, look, I like I like the other things in it too. In addition to the traditional turkey, they do that sort of grandma's uh, Pennsylvania pot roast. And they do uh, a really moist uh, pork roast. And, um, you know, it's all you can eat. And all three of those, you know, all three of those meats, if they're not done well, can really be dry and awful, right? If you ever had a Sunday dinner when one of those is prepared incorrectly, it's not fun. They all come out cooked perfectly and moist um, through the magic of Disney. <laughs> so, um you sink your teeth into them and it's uh, a delicious experience. And uh, I think, you know, like you said, Ryan, I don't think you touched on everything, the vegetables. I think you basically got like five scoops of mashed potato and put gravy all over it. And you were a happy guy. I've been doing that since I was a kid. Like my grandmother used to bring me an old country buffet and I would just get a freaking plate with mashed potatoes and gravy on it. And that's all that mattered. Pretty sure that contributed to my overweight status these days. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I mean, listen, the things that we got seconds of was like mashed the mashed potatoes. We definitely got more turkey, uh, more mac and cheese, right? And then and then uh, beverages, adult beverages, Sam Adams beverages for those that yep. are into that into that thing. And uh, you know the, the vanilla toffee cake, the ooey gooey toffee cake too. So yeah, that's John, right, John? So tell tell us about that, John. What were you thinking when that? landed on the, you've eaten there before right that time? so that was actually the first time i've ever eaten there i okay. i've thought about we've thought about it a few times but I, that was the first time i was there and i will say that that toffee cake wow just wow when that thing hit the table i was like what the hell is this and then i took that first bite i'm like okay yep and we're going back and we're going back again um, we said bring two when he came out we said bring two to start and we'll let you know when to stop right oh yeah exactly uh i will say too which is funny my uh my wife and mother-in-law kind of definitely gave me the look when that thing came out and they knew they knew we were ordering more than one of those right then and there when that thing hit the table um because they both know the sweet tooth i have and it would just you you weren't you weren't gonna go wrong i mean i could have eaten one of those on my own but yeah. we'll we'll save that one for a different day because that's just punishment for everyone else to see me mow down on that. So. Yeah. And Ryan hit on it too. Right. So, you know, the Liberty tree tavern is now one of the few places you can get an adult beverage. And again, in theme and character, they uh, feature American beers, lots of Sam Adams with the seasonals, et cetera. Uh, a few stuff, some things from the center of the country, including blue moon from Colorado um, and some some other regional lagers and IPAs, but they do do variations on hard cider, which again, that's very appropriate for Liberty Square and that, right? A lot of people drank mead and, and cider, and they also do make uh, sangria punch as well. So for people who don't want beer and want, uh, they have the options of, of that. And they also do make a wonderful combination of Sam Adams lager and Angry Orchard for a nice shandy. So there you go. Angry Orchard's a little a little sweet for me. I'm just going to throw that out there. It's I actually like ciders, and for those who know my Irish heritage, uh, one of my favorite drinks to have growing up, growing up, like I was nine. No, like, uh, when I started drinking was Magners, which is an Irish hard cider. It's a little drier. It's not as 
sweet. Um, so when I have something like Angry Orchard, it, it really kind of makes me pucker a little bit because I'm not used to that. Um, but the Sam Adams and, and uh, Angry Orchard makes for a pretty decent shandy. Um, so, you know, I give them credit there. But, you know, one of the other things, I don't like wine normally. I'm not normally a wine guy. I don't hate wine, but I, I, just not my preference. But for some reason, on Thanksgiving, red wine is always a go-to for me. I always want to have a glass of red wine. And that's something you can get here, too. You know, so for, for those who uh, enjoy wine, whether it's by the glass or by the bottle, there's a lot of options for you at, at Liberty Tree also. So the key is, I think that's the obvious one, but I think the key as we talk about some of the other places, there's a few places in the theme parks, but certainly the hotels, I'm certain we're going to focus on is kind of the classic dinners. You know, you're not going to see this menu item today, but what happens is, you know, two or three weeks before Thanksgiving, Disney will publish online the menus and for Thanksgiving, whether they're buffets or all you care to eat or plated dinners at some of the locations. And some of the tested and tried true places that, you know, have whatever they have, turn the switch on for Thanksgiving. Um, and just a side note before we go to this, I want to tell you that the first Thanksgiving in my life I ever spent away from my family was when I was working at Disney World. And on my break, I went down lunch break, went down to the cafeteria underneath Fantasyland in the castle. And the normal cafeteria, they had the lights dimmed. They had, you know, orange and yellow, you know, solid covered tablecloths on all of the tables and candles and cornucopias and flowers on each table. And you went through the buffeteria line and they had large roast turkeys. They were hand carving them off. Um, and I think, you know, back in 1982, Thanksgiving dinner for an employee was $3. And it was turkey, stuffing, gravy, veg. I mean, everything was just, you walked down the line and what you wanted. And it was, it was fabulous. And for being so far away from home and the first time from Thanksgiving to, to go and have that atmosphere of a, like a sit down dinner, they transformed the cafeteria, uh, you know, just appreciation for their cast members who had to work on the holiday and be away from their families in order that other people were enjoying their vacations, right? And I'll never forget that. And um, I actually picked the table near a payphone. This is going way back, Ryan. And I picked up the payphone and I called my aunt's house where everybody was having Thanksgiving. And they passed around the phone and I said, happy Thanksgiving to everybody as I was um, stretching the, the payphone cord out to my table, eating my turkey and the uh, in the uh, the cafeteria, so um, so Disney does know how to cook that food, and uh, they serve it in a lot of their restaurants. I saw a payphone the other day in the mall. No joke, I, I almost fell over. I couldn't believe that they were still a thing. Wait, and you went my, to a mall? That also is also surprising <laughs> that it's still a thing. Yes, um, and believe it or not, you know, Christmas shopping, right? Um, and my son looked at it and pointed. At it. He's like, "What is that?" And I'm like, "Oh man." Are we really at that point? And I guess, I guess we are. We are. So uh, along the, uh, you know, some of the restaurants in the parks that do these things for Thanksgiving, the Crystal Palace is notorious um, for doing, uh, adding the traditional hand-carved uh, roast turkey to the menu in addition to the prime rib. And they typically add something like a sweet potato casserole or cornbread stuffing. And then for dessert, they'll do apple and pumpkin pie. So, you know, kind of simple, but still that atmosphere, whether they're doing the, uh, and it is, you know, back to the um, 
buffeteria or cat, you know, buffet type of an arrangement. And that's typically what they'll do. So that's a great place if you can get advanced dining reservations. The Crystal Palace is there. Uh, and they, no characters for Thanksgiving Day. They just more of a low-key Thanksgiving meal. Other places around some of the parks that you think either they plan it or just would have a great menu for Thanksgiving. So what's your thoughts? What are some of the things you would advise your clients with, Ryan? Garden Grill is the next obvious one to me. Uh, and, you know, obviously you got the characters in there too, that, that helps, but it's a harvest fest in there all year round. So, uh, farm to table food, turkey, you know, uh, salads, breads, I mean, typical things that you would expect to have for a Thanksgiving meal. Um, so I know that they do spice it up a little bit extra for Thanksgiving as well. Um, uh, but, but that's pretty much a normal meal there for me. And it's a hidden gem for me. It's always you know, for character dining, it's always one of those where I tell people you can always get in there. You know, if if you have an MVP who's willing to sit and look for your reservations, if it, even if it's booked, uh, you'll be able to get one of those eventually. It's not too difficult to get. Uh, much like Liberty Tree, for that matter, too, uh, underrated. So, uh, yeah, uh, but that's, that's for me. Uh, that's a family favorite, whether it's Thanksgiving or not for us. Good call. Good call. John, got some ideas for dining inside the parks for Thanksgiving? Yeah, so one, um, Ryan and I actually have been here, not for uh, Thanksgiving, but for more of a uh, Halloween um, special, but this one's going to be over at Hollywood and Vine. Their menu, again, it's it's very similar kind of to um, some of the other restaurants with the kind of the buffeteria style, but their food is top notch. Um, I mean, it's that roasted turkey, all that, all the stuff, all that. It's phenomenal. I mean, it's phenomenal. And you, you do get a little bit of a character experience too with uh, with Mickey, Minnie, all the characters over there. So, I mean, if you're looking for something while you're uh, over at Hollywood Studios on uh, Thanksgiving or just around there, I would definitely recommend that. It's a really good quality meal. And again, you're going to get the character experience. You're going to, you're really going to enjoy yourself over there. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't not recommend that to any client, uh, any client at all. So yeah, to, to tack onto that too, is um, for those who don't know that restaurant does have character dining in the in lunch and dinner hours. Um, they it's Minnie's holiday dining. So whatever the closest holiday is, is really what they focus on. So it could be you know, uh, Halloween, but I, I think they actually steer more towards Christmas uh, after after the middle of November. But like you said, it's still a good hearty meal like you would get at a Thanksgiving meal. So it's certainly worthwhile. And who's kidding who? These days, half the people are buying Christmas decorations before and putting them up before Thanksgiving anyway, which that's a se separate subject for yeah, that. Well, that's a separate I mean, dudes. Yeah, that, I mean, that, there's, there's a problem with that when they're showing up at the beginning of October and they're gone in most stores by uh, the end of October. Oh so. man, it drives me nuts. Uh, listen, I could start a whole different podcast called Dude's Dish Decorations and I will just go <laughs> on that. It drives me crazy. But but yeah, I, I, I agree with your call there, John. It's a good spot to go and, and get a little holiday flair. Yeah, so, and then kind of moving up a notch, right? The next phase, I think, in in, in quality and, and tradition would be to go to a sit-down restaurant after these buffet style. And uh, one of the ones that is our one of our favorites and um, certainly a high up pick on the list is Tiffin's in the Animal Kingdom, right? And they they do things a little bit on the edge anyways. And, and last year they did... Um, uh, for about $40 last year, 
um, and their rumor is they're going to do a similar package. Um, they did a multiple course sit down meal. So you had your choice of appetizer, which was, you know, something exotic like butternut squash soup and shrimp and pumpkin seed, pistachio, granola. And they said all these kind of animal kingdom appropriate sort of appetizers. And then they did turkey, but it was a turkey roulade with the stuffing and everything on the inside. So kind of a fancier version of that. And um, again, with all the traditional uh, accompaniments, you got to have a green bean casserole, right, uh, of some sort. And they did one with almondine, uh, which is uh, was nice. And they even threw a little citrus in their cranberry sauce to, to, to do it up. But what really made that kind of special, and I hope they bring it back, is they did this um, whiskey butterscotch cake. And it was absolutely out of I mean, you got to like butterscotch, but that combination of the whiskey flavor and the butterscotch sauce on this cake um, was really good. Um, and, uh, you know, of course, it's only high quality alcohol at Tiffin's too. So, you know, they're using the good stuff. Right. I, I would be hard pressed to find a dish that was made with whiskey that you didn't like, Carl. It's like, oh, it's <laughs> amazing. You know what? Why don't we just skip the rest and just give me the whiskey? There you go. There you go. But um, now then getting around there, there's a lot of other places um, where you can do a sit down where, again, good, good food um, and uh, good sit down options. There's a couple that come to mind in Epcot. You guys thinking about some of those sit down venues that they have a, a Thanksgiving dinner at? So over in Epcot, uh, I've got Coral Reef as a another great option. Um, again, Coral Reef, the food's usually pretty damn good over there to start with anyways. And again, Thanksgiving, you, you've got your, again, your staples here, your turkey, your cornbread stuffing, mashed potatoes, green beans, cranberry sauce, all that fun stuff. It, it, it is one of those places where why not? Why not have a nice Thanksgiving meal, be able to see the sea life, be able to see all the aquarium, all the, all the fish and whatnot swimming around? Why not? I mean, it's, it's enjoyable. It's peaceful. It's relaxing. Enjoy, enjoy it and enjoy it and enjoy it. That's all I can say to that one. When you think about the coral reef and everything, John, you just mentioned, you know, fish and Thanksgiving don't really go together, but I'll share you something. And I, this correlation, when you were just talking, reminded me of this. The first Thanksgiving was served not too far from my house in Plymouth, Mass. And there was an interesting food that no one associates with Thanksgiving that was actually served at the first Thanksgiving. I bet you didn't know it was lobster. How did it taste, Carl? Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Put some butter on it. Did, did they have, could you melt butter back? They didn't then? have butter. No, they didn't have butter. <laughs> oh, okay. But you know, uh, lobster was at the first, actually one of the, one of the chart from captain miles Standish, um, he wrote a quote, if it wasn't for that disgusting crustacean, the lobster, we certainly would have starved that first winter. Can you imagine they were, you got to think about it. How hungry do you have to be to eat something that ugly, right? You got to be pretty ugly. And now it's, you know, $40 when you go out to a restaurant to get it. So if you're lucky, it's $40. (laughs) Anyways, I think that's a great choice. Um, John, anything else in Epcot that uh, gets your attention, Ryan? 
Yeah, I mean, let's remember where the uh, settlers came from, right? Let's let's remember where they came from, and let's head over to the UK and let's go to Rosencrown. Uh, Rosencrown does a Thanksgiving feast as well as you know they've got uh, uh, they've done things like in the past like herb crusted roasted turkey, um, gravy, sweet potatoes, mashed potatoes, cranberries, r- cranberry relish, pumpkin cheesecake uh, was up there. Uh, way to put two things together. I will never eat. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, actually that's not true. You get enough chocolate on a cheesecake. I might try it, but, uh, nothing pumpkin for me. Um, which is weird, right? Which is really weird for me, like to get into this time of year and everything is freaking pumpkin. And about the Mm -hmm. only thing that I'll eat that's pumpkin is donuts. I like pumpkin donuts. Like those are good. Those Those ain't too bad. Beyond that, like Get your spice lattes out of my face and what? Okay, let's move on. I'm going to go on a bad route. The cider donuts, right? If you're going to do cider donuts this type of year in the fall, the cider donuts are better than the pumpkin donuts. One hundred percent better. Literally the only thing pumpkin flavored that I will eat. Period. There you go. Only thing. So you know, one thing about North America, you know, we share it with a country as large as ours. It's Canada. And if you wanted to celebrate Thanksgiving in Canada, you would actually be celebrating it on our Columbus Day. That's when their Canadian Thanksgiving is. But if you were in Epcot on American Thanksgiving, La Cellier does a great um, Thanksgiving offering. Uh, La Cellier does a version of turducken, which is a very controversial Thanksgiving food, right? The combination of you know, turkey, duck, and chicken, right, is uh, a big thing down south and a tradition for people. Well, the Canadian Pavilion, what they do is it's it's simply maple, of course, from Canada, brine turkey breasts with a duck confit and a chicken apple sausage that's made on the side. So the combination of flavors are there, but they don't wrap it up like a traditional turducken. And then they do all the, the stuffing and mashed potatoes and maple whiskey glazed brussels sprouts and maple bacon sweet potatoes so taking stuff that people don't like to eat brussels sprouts and sweet potatoes and throwing maple and whiskey and bacon on them that works for me you know every time i hear turducken the only thing i can think of is john madden like that's it (laughs) okay i'm glad i'm not the only one that has that thought process I don't know what why it is, but it literally you hear turducken and that's the first thing that comes to your mind, no matter what it is. And then it's every creepy. time I hear John Madden, the first thing I think, of course, is Pat Summerall, who's just like I think Frank Caliendo did this skit where he's talking about how drunk uh, Pat Summerall is all the time, and he's just like, "Thanks, John." <laughs> like, that's all he says. But turducken and John Madden, man, that that those are two things that go together. They should have a character dining and bring in John Madden. That that's what I think. Now, that would be an experience. That that would be an experience. If you wanted to know everything obvious in Disney World, bring in John Madden for, for an evening. <laughs> that might be our next uh, podcast guest is Disney World with John Madden. John Madden? If you can oh, score God. John Madden. Oh, I'm man. Like, <laughs> I'm down for that. I am totally down for that. We would have a blast. But I will tell you right now, I would not hold back. Every Captain Obvious comment he'd make, I'd just come right over the top of him with. Respect the man majorly, but I can't. I can't stand him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, as a Bears fan, he had his love for Brett Favre too, and it was a total man crush. So, 
you know, like it was just horrible. Every time he'd open his mouth, he'd talk about Brett Favre. He could be doing a Cowboys uh, Niners game and he's talking about Brett Favre. I'm like, come on. It's true. Over it already. It's true. It's true. So I think, look, I think we've kind of hashed through some of the places in the parks, pretty good options for people, right? If now that you think about it and you hear these, it's like, wow, I could have a nice Thanksgiving dinner as I'm going to take a nice break, get off your feet for a while in the parks and go to the, one of these venues. Now, if you're down there for the week, now here's the thing, right? Um, Thanksgiving morning is reasonable at the parks, but it gets very, very busy in the afternoons and the Friday and Saturday after Thanksgiving, it's crazy. You know, one of the reasons for that is if family comes to town to Orlando to visit family and they have Thanksgiving at home and they're in town for a long weekend, they might go to the, one of the parks on Friday or Saturday. Right. And again, having worked there in that was like, it was a nightmare on main street. It was just crowded, you know? So if you wanted to avoid the busyness of the parks, you could, uh, you know, zig and zag and avoid the crowds and have your Thanksgiving dinner out in Disney Springs. There's a couple of cool places uh, that offer Thanksgiving uh, dinner traditionally um, in the Springs. Uh, Jonathan, you want to share one of those with uh, our folks? Yeah, so... Um... One of them that actually kind of interested me a lot here uh, when we were kind of doing the research here was over uh, the Edison. Um, I'm a huge fan of this restaurant and they've got uh, a traditional uh, Thanksgiving uh, dinner over there. Um, again, it's got your standard stuff, but it is really good. It is, I mean, for generic stuff, it's definitely got that really juicy, tender turkey, um, the a nice uh, cranberry chutney with it again, mashed potatoes. Obviously, you can't go wrong with that. Um, and all of the fixings that you need. It is a meal that really, really, really does justice, and it's actually pretty reasonable for a meal too. It's only about thirty-two dollars uh, per adult. So, if you're looking for a good meal that's going to get you full with a ton of food, that's where you want to head. Yeah, good call, right? Good call. Um, again, we we we're all fans of Disney Springs and a lot of the restaurants there. Um, and, and they pull out the stops for Thanksgiving too. Um, Ryan, where might you send someone if they're in Disney Springs for a Thanksgiving feast? Um, uh, I would like to say something not obvious coming out of my mouth, but that would just disappoint people. So I'm just going to tell you, <laughs> go to Raglan road. Um, so Raglan road digs into Thanksgiving. Like they do most holidays. Uh, they do Turkey and, and, garlic mashed and potatoes and uh duck honey glazed carrots brussels sprouts sausages uh all sorts of stuff so i mean i really ultimately all of these restaurants in disney springs will have something right they all try to cater to it because like you kind of pointed out carl you got people that are coming down there that aren't just there for the theme parks they're they're also coming because they're they live there and they've got family in town so truthfully, the week of Thanksgiving and the week of Christmas are the only two times a year when I can't find a single reservation in Disney Springs. You know, like everything gets packed up and everybody wants to go out to eat. Uh, so all of these restaurants try to do that. But I like Raglan Road because it's not just the menu. It's the atmosphere inside. It's decorated nicely. You know, they do a really good job of kind of playing up to the crowd of the people that are coming in. 
and you know it feels like me going to the motherland so that that feels good too yeah no if it wasn't you know for the obvious we'd probably have no story here so that's true i mean in that case (laughs) john madden's a perfect guest for our show (laughs) look at so um again i think just about every place i mean we talk about art smith's homecoming what a what a name to have thanksgiving at a restaurant called homecoming right i mean that's pretty cool and um i don't they don't think they have to put out a special menu because their food is just perfect anyways it's that comfort food anyways and they do a great job but one person that does a little bit of a different twist is wine bar george they do the traditional roasted turkey with all the accoutrements but if you're kind of sick of that, you know, and um, I don't really get around that week. I don't get sick of eating too much turkey, but some people do. They do some incredible uh, short ribs there. So that's an alternative that's for dinner is if you kind of want to shy away from it. A lot of these restaurants too, you know, look at some, some families I know do both a turkey and ham on, on Thanksgiving. Right. And a lot of these places will do carved sliced hams too. But it's nice that Wine Bar George has these succulent short ribs. And the reason I mention it there is because if they'll do a pairing with the perfect red wine with those short ribs, and that's killer. You know, it's just killer. So if you want to um, uh, appease the crowd with some great turkey, you can go to Wine Bar George. But maybe you want to do a one-off and have a, have a, a nice hearty, hearty uh, taste of short ribs with a great glass of wine. The short ribs, by the way, uh, to kick back to our buddy at Chef Art, the short ribs at Chef Art Smith's is also amazing and to die for. So just if you'd prefer not wine and if you'd prefer some moonshine instead, Chef Art's is the way to go for that one. Yeah, I can't argue with that, too. So look at a lot of the resorts now that we've kind of talked about Disney Springs. A lot of the resorts have... uh, transform themselves with a traditional Thanksgiving feast, right? For that day. And some of them serve like, you know, all day from like 12 to, you know, eight, eight o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night. So what's nice about that is if you did do a day in the parks and you wanted to come back and unwind at your hotel property, chances are one of the nicer restaurants at the hotel will have a Thanksgiving uh, dinner. So Let's think about some of the great restaurants within hotel properties for Thanksgiving dinners. Ryan, what comes to your mind? Oh, see, I'm glad that you gave to me because I'm going to follow up my two very obvious ones and give you one that may not be obvious at all. Uh, and one that we don't talk about on this show very often at all. And I'm going to go with boat rights uh, over at Port Orleans. Um, we don't really talk about boat rights a whole ton, um, um, but they do do a southern thanksgiving feast and uh one of the things i love most about this is they do the traditional pie at the end apple pumpkin uh or pecan pie now like i said i don't like pumpkin i don't really care much for pecan but apple pie at thanksgiving is my favorite part of the meal uh i absolutely love apple pie like i could be tempted to do almost anything with them apple pie like seriously um so uh, you know, they sweet potatoes, slow roasted turkey, uh, you know, typical what you would expect to see. It's got a southern flair on it. It's got a bayou flair on it. So you got a little extra spice on there, too. Um, and if you are not staying on 
property and you're at Disney Springs, it's just a quick uh, boat ride over, you know, a 20 minute boat ride over from Disney Springs. So you can get there that way too. Great call, right? Great call. And and it is, it's off the radar for people. And I think that's, that would be a nice take a little boat ride before or after dinner. Um, Maybe start with some cocktails and some appetizers in Disney Springs and then go over to boat rides. I think that's a nice, Nice afternoon uh, in Florida because, you know, it's Florida still not it feels starts to feel a little bit like fall around Thanksgiving, but by any means, it's very comfortable. Right. So it's not fall for me. It's 75 (laughs) degrees there. That's fall for me recently, apparently, because apparently these days in Chicago, it's 85 on Christmas Day. But normally that's (laughs) not the case. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, when I think of the resorts and where you kind of go, I mean, one of the things about Thanksgiving, right. Is it, it's a gluttonous holiday, right. It's, it's too much. And you, you know, every year I say, okay, this is the year I'm not going to stuff myself and I'm wrong. (laughs) I'm wrong. That's what you get for lying to yourself. Were you the guy, were you the guy that was like, Oh my God, I got so drunk last weekend. I'm never drinking again. And then two days later you're drinking again. No, I just keep drinking and don't stop. Right. right. So, so don't, don't pretend with food that you're going to do that either. That's crazy. Well, you know, yeah, you know, America, you got to eat that food. It's one of the seven deadly sins. And I figure if I'm, you know, probably guilty of the other six, maybe I can cut down on the food, but it never works out. I got to tell you, buddy, with your drinking habit, you're also gluttonous. So you're not getting away with (laughs) booze. So um, look at, but, but again, kind of that theme. The Whispering Canyon Cafe. I mean, there you're getting into sort of the rustics woods. You feels like fall when you walk over there. They're going to have that fireplace going in the lobby and you're going to get the skillets. Okay, so the skillets are going to be pork ribs and, you know, pulled pork and herb chicken and ribs and brisket and, you know, chicken, no turkey, but it's still going to have that hearty fare. Um, and really they do a nice job with a lot of the vegetables there that you don't think about it because it is a smokehouse. So there is some balance in those skillets that they come out with. And that would be, that's a great, again, not a special menu for Thanksgiving, but that is, um, that's a great one. And, you know, the coin toss with that would be to, to go to trails ends, uh, restaurant in Fort wilderness. So I might be tempted to go over to, um, you know, Fort Wilderness for a, a cocktail at uh, at uh, Crockett's Tavern and then take the boat ride over to Wilderness and have uh, skillets in the Whispering Canyon. So that, you know, that whole area is kind of reminiscent of, of fall weather. But there's lots of places to have a Thanksgiving type style meal all over at the resorts. John, what would you recommend? So they can uh, head over to Olivia's and uh, get a traditional three-course meal. Um, with the starter, you're going to get a uh, roasted butternut squash soup or a uh, coconut curry ginger crema. Myself, I'm going for the butternut squash soup, right? I know you're not a big squash guy, but uh, this is a good one here. This is this is a really good one. Um, then you're going to follow it up with either a uh, pumpkin seed uh, cracker, field greens, or a spiced... Uh, apple uh, with toasted walnuts uh, with uh, cranberry vinaigrette uh, salad. Um, And then for the entree, it's the traditional uh, turkey breast, potatoes, green beans, cornbread stuffing, and gravy. I mean, you can't can't go wrong with this. And the best part, you're finishing off with either 
again, pumpkin cheesecake, uh, cranberry compote, uh, a cranberry apple pie tart, or a uh, cheddar pie crumble Madagascar with Madagascar vanilla sauce. You, you, you can't go wrong. I mean, this is, this is a place where you expect to get a really good meal, um, just the atmosphere, everything. You'd be, you would be really dumb not to head the, here. The only for. thing I'd say about your plan is I would start it off at the gurgling suitcase, which makes one of the best Bloody Marys. You know, if you so and and you could go to the gurgling suitcase, go to the accompanying uh, flat screens there, watch some of the games, right, and then then go into a living. Oh yeah. Or, dinner that that would be a nice take oh that that'd be i think that would be a perfect day i mean again you get to watch some football then you get to get on with the gluttony and enjoy enjoy food so you can't it's not it's not a bad decision at all there carl so i think we're going to conclusions and and ryan chime in right every restaurant i mean we can go on forever and ever every restaurant from the california grill to you know and and um and uh you know, Ohana's, you know, with where, where their turkey skewers that they do. Everyone has a variation existing or does a special Thanksgiving twist, right? They'll put it on that menu for that day. Some of them bleed into Friday with it too. So you're going to get Thanksgiving dinner. If you've got a vacation plan at Walt Disney World, you're going to get a Thanksgiving dinner at any of these places. But some of them just do it up a little special, right? Which is kind of what you'd expect at Disney. Um, are there other any kind of obvious things at, at the hotels and resorts before um, we spin it? Because I've got what, an ultimate. So I, I just wanted to go to Ryan before I talked about my ultimate choice. Yeah. So the only thing I would throw in there that I'm curious to see what it's, what they're going to do is they used to do a special at the Wave uh, in the Contemporary. And of course, now that's gone and that's been replaced by Steakhouse 71. Um, and I'm curious to see if they do that because they did do something at the Wave. And they also did something at the former Steakhouse 55 in Disneyland, which is obviously where Steakhouse 71 is coming from, is that same concept. So uh, I'm curious to see what they'll do in there. I have a feeling, especially this year, because it's the first year they'll do something special in there. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that's the only other one. Like you said, you're gonna, maybe not every place, but most places you're going to have some sort of uh, Thanksgiving kick to it um, uh, on property. You know, and I actually am telling clients, like, if you don't, if it's not all about the turkey and mashed potatoes and you just want the experience, I'll, I'm even booking clients at uh, Liberty Tree on like the following Monday, you know, because it's just that's a better that to me. That's the best one to do because it just feels you're at Disney World. Do it Disney way. You know, don't don't just do it because it's got turkey, you know. Right. Um, um, but but yeah, so. uh yeah, that's that's the only other one I wanted to talk about because we'll we'll have to see. Nobody knows how that'll go yet. So what's interesting too is that you know, you know, sometimes when you pick a higher end restaurant, you're getting out. You think, oh, you're going to get out your wallet for that. But turkey dinner is not an expensive dinner, so you can go to a real nice place, and the turkey is not charged off the roof as far as price compared to maybe getting a steak at the same restaurant, right? So it's it's not incredibly expensive. So when you if you wanted to pick a little higher end and real quality food, I'm, I'm going to suggest this to you, whether you can, we, we book our client there, or if you wanted a break from the day, you can have a great Thanksgiving experience at the Waldorf Astoria, which is on Disney property. 
And here's what you can do. If you wanted to go over there and have an, an early morning breakfast, they do a holiday breakfast at Oscars, one of the restaurants there, which is to die for. It's a great restaurant. Like they do brunches there too. But for Thanksgiving, they do like a brunch in the morning. So if you wanted to load up, go to the parks all day and then come back and do you know Thanksgiving dinner at night somewhere you could. Alternatively, um, the Bull and Bear restaurant, another great restaurant there, they do a Thanksgiving dinner in the evening, only five to 10. And that is a classic sit down dinner with uh, all the traditional holiday trimmings that you'd expect, right? Now, again, going up a notch, Oscars where you had breakfast, they do a buffet, again, 5 to 10 p.m. And that is that is the one that I would say, if you wanted to go over the top, it's great. It's, it's around 65 or $70 adult, which is a lot. But it's not only the turkey, it's the prime rib, it's the ham, it's everything. And it's a gourmet twist on all those holiday classics. So if you really wanted to taste something maybe that wasn't, you know, that traditionally comes to your home's Thanksgiving table and it looks like a pile of mush, chances are the Waldorf story is going to put a twist on it and, and make it sound a lot better. Um, and then the other restaurant there is La Luce, and they do an Italian Thanksgiving feast that's served family style, which is all those uh, favorites. And I don't know. If any of you are experienced, I had some friends in the Italian North End here in Boston. In addition to the traditional kind of Thanksgiving stuff, you know, they're bringing part of the meal is pasta and stuff into the Thanksgiving meal with some special sauces that kind of complement the whole turkey deal. So they do a spin on that. And it's the only place outside of the North End in Boston I've seen that a place do this at the at La Lucia with the Italian restaurant or Walter, but really really good and plus the hotel is decorated it's really nice um they're starting to get the christmas decorations up so there's a there's a little curveball on a disney technically you know hotel property that we can get you into that does some great things and it's not crazy crowded there right compared to the other places so it's a little bit more relaxed and if you're going to go to an all-you-can-eat place why not pace yourself and relax and really dive in right so we've done all the eating where are some good places to watch football? Uh, back in my hotel room while I'm falling asleep from stuffing myself. <laughs> that an option? Because that's a very distinct possibility after I've shoved my face with a full of food. That Half the fun of watching football on Thanksgiving Day is sitting in a chair and napping while it's going on. Um, so that's a possibility for me. Yeah, that works. That works. So over at the Yacht and Beach Club, it's the Cruise Cup Lounge. Great TVs, great rustic atmosphere to hang out and watch the games at. And because um, here's the thing, right? Maybe you want to watch the game and the families want to go back to the parks or do something. So that's feasible if you're a dude to kick back. Or maybe you have some young dudes with you who are football fans and they want to see it too. So, John, where would you go and take Finn to watch it on the big screen if you were at Disney World? Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm heading over to the uh, ESPN Club um, again. Obviously, ESPN, you're gonna have TVs, 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 and more TVs. Uh, you've got that great kind of sports atmosphere there. I mean, 
again, if you're looking to watch the game or be in that kind of vibe where everyone is, that's the place I think you want to go. Uh, again, it's very relaxed, very enjoyable. And you're with a bunch of other folks that want to watch the games and want to enjoy the games. So why wouldn't you want to head over there to watch one? We've had Thanksgiving dinner. We've watched the games. We've toured the parks. Uh, spent time with family and friends this Thanksgiving. But, you know, later that night or even the next day, if you wanted to carry on the tradition, I'm sure we all have at home, of the next day perfect turkey sandwich, there's some options to do that while you're at Disney World, too. So keep those traditions strong. Any ideas that you guys have for where to get the perfect turkey sandwich the day after Thanksgiving at Walt Disney World? In my opinion, there's only one. There's only one place that's worth going to, and that's Geyser Point. That's the only place in my mind that's worth going to for a turkey sandwich. Really? Um, yeah. Hmm. Tell well, us why. Tell, tell you why. Well, the turkey is phenomenal. It's a huge turkey sandwich, and they put it on. Uh, uh, they put on like a cranberry jam on top of it, I believe, um, as well. And it's got a little spice to it. Um, it's just a really good, solid turkey sandwich. And I'm a turkey sandwich guy, so you know, uh, there's just something about. You can tell the difference between like a fr- a real, true, fresh carved turkey and a deli meat. Turkey, yes. Yeah. Right. You can tell right. the difference. And when you can tell the difference and you get that nice, moist turkey, like it makes all the difference in the world in the sandwich. It is. So, and that's that's for me. That's where you're coming. That's where guys are point sandwich wins. You know, I've never had that there, uh, whether it's seasonal year on. But now I'm just going to crave that um, because I was leaning, I think, probably the same place that Jonathan was leaning. And I've had this there several times. It's just a comfort food. They have it year round, but the Earl of Sandwich in Disney Springs has the holiday turkey sandwich, um, which is, you know, that classic turkey stuffing gravy and cranberry all on that artisanal bread. And I'll tell you, there's a, there's a place that uh, near Waltham Mass where I used to work that had fresh, like you're talking about Ryan carving those turkeys with nice thick pieces and, and, and putting all those ingredients on and you, that would, the combination that, that Earl of sandwich does is exactly like that place. So I had a flashback when I tried it down in Florida, like, wow, that was the, the great Turkey sandwich. What's interesting though, is that like Earl of sandwich or like any other place, the place I used to go to, you could add to it. Like, so you put that Thanksgiving on a roll, but I used to like to put a nice piece of Swiss cheese on it. That's just me. Some people aren't into it. But I did, and I had other people that would do all the Thanksgiving stuff, plus put some lettuce on it, you know, in, in or tomato on top of everything that's on it. So um, an Earl of Sandwich will do that and kind of customize it for you. So if you just got what's on the menu, it's really good. Um, but uh, now you've got me maybe, am I right, Jonathan? That's a that's a kind of a basic call there to go to Earl of Sandwich. I would definitely go to Earl of Sandwich. Um, that that's definitely one of the top ones on my list, but I've got, an, uh, another one over my end that, uh, is kind of a shocker to be honest with you that I don't think anybody would think to go over to. So I'm heading over to, uh, a kind of a place that you would not, um, expect to find a really good sandwich over, uh, at one of the, uh, value resort, uh, 
food courts here uh, to everything pop. They've got a great turkey sandwich that's got almost pretty much like a Thanksgiving meal on the sandwich. Um, it's your turkey, cornbread stuffing, mashed. Uh, got a few extra things here, some watercress, cranberry mayo, and it's on Texas toast. I mean, who doesn't like a nice set of pieces of Texas toast? Um, it is a really good sandwich. It's not as good as that sandwich over at Earl's Sandwich. I will definitely agree to that, but it is definitely one that's up there. And especially if you're at one of the value resorts, um, especially over at Pop, that's where you're going to want to get a sandwich the next day after. Uh, if you're just chilling out by the pool, hanging around the resort, that's definitely a place to get a great sandwich. It is. Wow. I did not know that. So you're, you're giving me a little education. Not that I get over there there very frequently, but I guess if someone's staying there, then that would be the place to go. Look at, you know, I would like to end our tribute to the finding the perfect Thanksgiving meal at Walt Disney world with uh, a tradition that we do in my house at Thanksgiving time. And that's kind of going around the table and sharing with everybody what you're thankful for this year. So as a, as a dude uh, to kind of kick things off, Ryan, what are some of the things that you're thankful for this year that you'd like to share with our listeners? Oh man, you put me up first on the tee box. Well, um, I will say that I am very thankful for my family's health this year. Uh, we went through some stuff and, uh, you know, I'll tell everybody that's listening. My whole family had COVID. So, uh, for all of us to come through it, uh, unscathed and, and happy and healthy that that leaves me in pretty good place. Um, but I'm also thankful for you dudes. I'm thankful for the other MVPs in the agency. Um, thankful for, uh, the fact that we've all been able to grow together and we've had this tremendous now almost two year run with this podcast and, uh, 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 I've enjoyed every minute of it, both uh, what people hear and what people don't hear and uh, the messages they don't see. So, uh, yeah, top that, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. You know, um, very well said, my friend, uh, and very heartfelt, and we appreciate that. Um, Jonathan, you've had an eventful year with some things that you're thankful for. Yeah, I mean this this year for myself, it's it's been an interesting year, as most of our uh, listeners know. Um, my wife and I had our first child, our son. Uh, he came into this world uh, at 34 weeks, uh, and we are grateful that he is doing phenomenal at this point. I mean, there's not really a whole lot we have to worry about with him. I mean, he he has grown like crazy since he was born. I mean, he was. He was born really small, um, again, being born at 34 and a half weeks. I mean, it, that's expected, but he's to the size of what a kid should be at uh, just over four months at this point. I mean, we, we're extremely grateful for that. But other than that, I'm grateful for uh, the health and everything that I've, my wife, my family, everyone we've had, I mean, we've been very fortunate that through everything that's gone on in the world and all that, that we've been able to stay as healthy as we have, um, everything. And again, I'm very thankful for you guys. Um, just again, going on with what in our personal lives and all that, for what you guys have been there through everything that I've gone through and everything past couple of months and whatnot, I am extremely grateful to have you guys there as friends, colleagues, people I can reach out to. Uh, also, I'm very thankful for the MVPs, everything that we've gone through and kind of grown as a group with you guys. Uh, I'm also very thankful for our listeners. 
I mean, we wouldn't have a show. We wouldn't have anything without the folks that listen to the show, that comment on us, that uh, interact with us on social media. We wouldn't have a show without you guys. So I am extremely thankful for all that. And I wouldn't change a thing of it for the world. You know, two dudes have just shared very elegant and eloquent uh, expressions of gratitude. And uh, it certainly impresses me. I, you know, for me, I'm thankful. Thanksgiving every year for me is a time of togetherness, you know, that gathering around. One of the traditions that we've had over the years is, you know, not only the family gathering, but we've always taken somebody in. There's always someone new at the table, you know, whether it's someone who, who needed to be part of a family um, or a friend of a friend or uh, someone in need. So that's been a nice tradition. And what it's done, this tradition for me, is because it is a time of togetherness and gratitude, it causes me to reflect every year and think, what if we express the same sort of gratitude every day to one another that we all find so easy to do this time of year at Thanksgiving, right? To be thankful for. And, um, you know, I'm thankful throughout the year for family, uh, milestones in my family this year. Um, we've had uh, some ups and downs and challenges with, with family. It's been a rough couple of years for lots of people, right? And uh, perseverance and getting through them, but looking through hope. I have a, a daughter who's uh, engaged, looking forward to that wedding next year. Um, I have a wonderful wife that I've just celebrated 30 years of marriage with that I'm very thankful for. And she puts up with my nonsense of loving Disney <laughs> and, and working on the broadcast. Um, you know, I've tried to express my gratitude to you guys in that spirit every day or every time we're together, whether we're together, you know, working together or whether we're together having fun. And uh, I try to show gratitude in different ways to different people all the time and could not agree with the sentiments that you share about our colleagues at Magic Vacations, uh, about our listeners and about our, our clients, uh, because it's been a year for me where this, this uh, business is starting to grow. And uh, Ryan said to me when I got into this, it's going to take a couple of years. And you're right. It's, and it's starting to grow and take off. And for that, I'm very thankful. Um, and uh, it's in these challenging times we've been through the last two years, it's great to pause and reflect on Thanksgiving and be thankful for everyone and everyone around us. But let's, let's try to take that gratitude beyond Thanksgiving into other days and be thankful for all that we are blessed with. And with that, I will say, happy Thanksgiving, dudes. Happy Turkey Day, dudes. Happy Thanksgiving, all. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Dudes Dish Disney. Please check us out on social media on Facebook.com at Dudes Dish Disney, on Instagram at Dudes Dish Disney, on Twitter at Disney underscore dish. Please visit our sponsor, Magic Vacations at magicvacations.net. More than just a travel agency, 
Magic Vacations has over 60 Magic Vacation planners committed to bringing you white glove concierge service. Using a Magic Vacation planner allows you to spend more time making memories and less time worrying about the details. For all your Disney, Universal, cruise, and global travel, go to magicvacations.net. Magic Vacations, discover the magic of travel.